All right, so we'll start with this one. So um, hopefully everybody had a good Christmas. Dave and I figured we'd do a couple of weeks worth of episodes where we're going to break down a bunch of tips and tricks that we've implemented or our friends have implemented that might help people save money better and maybe get a better understanding of how to save your money in the future, right? Yeah, so we thought we'd start with a couple just for this week and we'll, we'll follow on next week. First one we wanted to talk about is something we'll talk to uh, our clients about too, which is about reviewing your expen- your expenses. And a big part of that um, that I've sort of implemented recently is using a spending diary. And it doesn't have to be too complex. It's just about writing down how much money you're spending each day to get an idea of how you can maybe... Uh, cut down on some of those expenses over time. And I sort of liken having a spending diary to when you're trying to lose weight. When you first try to lose weight, at least in my personal like experience, it's helpful to write down what you eat in a day to understand what you can get rid of that you can live without because uh, that's those sort of extra snacks here and there is probably what's leading you to not be able to lose any weight that you're hoping to lose. It's the same with spending money. If you can cr- tr- uh, cut down on some of your expenses, you'll notice that you'll save money every day, which definitely adds up over time. But you also wanted to talk about the red pen, green pen idea, which is something we talk to our clients about. So do you mind just expanding on that one? Yeah, cool. So yeah, it's as you just mentioned, it is the time of the year where people have got time to reflect and you know, work out what their goals are for the next you know, one, three, five years. Um, yeah, and when when it comes to property, you know, people, you've got to sort of realise that it's not a it's not it's not a quick thing. Um, yeah, you know, we we find that the the average time for people to get approved for a loan. You know, so we get ready to be to put in a loan application, get approved, and then buy a property can be like nine to twelve months. So it's um yeah, a bit like having a baby. So it's not it just doesn't happen overnight. So the the starting point for a lot of things is to improve your borrowing capacity. And the best yeah, when banks look at your borrowing capacity, first thing they look at is your income. The next thing they look at is your uh, commitments, like loans, credit cards, help debt, buy now, pay later, that sort of thing. Um, they'll look at your credit report, which we're going to talk about shortly, but they also look at your living expenses. Where do you spend your money? So one of the things we say to people is get out your last three to six months of every bank statement, credit card, afterpay, zip pay, whatever you spend your money on, um, pay slips because you might have money going off for, you know, for help debt or, or that sort of stuff. And get, get yourself one of those four-coloured pens. They're about two bucks from Officeworks. And go through each statement and put a green tick against everything you had to absolutely buy. So you had to pay the electricity bill. You had to put petrol in your car. You, you know, all, all the things that you have to buy, whether it's mandatory or semi-discretionary and then go through the statements again with the red pen the red the, uh, and i'm putting a red cross against all those things you really didn't need the things you could have done without because um, if you want to save money it's about sacrificing um, the old adage you can't have your cake and eat it too so do that you'll be very surprised with how much money you can save um, we had some clients in melbourne who were spent yeah they earn very good money and we're spending about 10 grand a month. And we managed to get that down to six. 
So, and that includes rent. So, you know, they, they were renting. Um, and, yeah, so if you can, yeah, you can save three to four grand a month or even 500 a month. Yeah, that's six grand in a year. That's 30 grand in five years. It's a lot of money because when you do buy your property or you might want to put that money into crypto or shares or, you know, a managed fund, um, yeah, every month you're saving $500. That's 500 you're either adding to your um, asset pool or paying down debt quicker. So, um, yeah, that's just something you can do. But you'd be very surprised. Um, Jerry Harvey, who probably people would know from the Harvey Norman chain, has a saying, a dollar saved is a dollar earned. So, um, yeah, you can go earn extra money, but if you spend a lot, um, if you reduce your spending, it's, you know, it's almost like a free pay rise. The next one I had written down was talking about sort of writing down the goals that you might have. Pardon me, that you might have for saving your money and then trying to make that a fun endeavor because cutting down on your expenses often really feels like a bit of a buzzkill where you're maybe uh, denying yourself a lot of fun things uh, in order for a greater goal, obviously, of saving money for a certain purpose, for a certain expense you want. Maybe it's a car or a home loan or whatever it is. So, one thing that I've tried to do to try and be a better saver is to have a savings goal, but allow myself a reward at the end of that goal once it's reached. Because if you're not really having any small rewards for bigger achievements that you've written down that you want to get to, you sort of just move on to the next thing. And it's important to at least accept and be happy and proud of yourself for making a goal and achieving it. Um, and then giving yourself a little reward. And for me, it was a thing that for me right now, I'm looking to try and buy a house or buy a unit and I'm going to reward myself by spending a bit of money on some tattoos once that's happened. Um, it's not going to be a crazy amount of money on tattoos, but it's a, it's a, um, uh, a measurable uh, goal that the reward from that is sort of worth it for me to sort of hunker down and try and save my money in a smarter way. Was there anything about that, that point that you'd want to talk about? Yeah, look, I think that that's right. I, I like, and you mentioned before about losing weight. Another analogy is, um, you know, getting stronger through lifting weights. If you have a plan and a, um, a program um, where you're going to, you know, that's written down and you follow, um, like one of the things you did find um, in, that, in one of those studies you were looking at is that you know, people who wrote, um, wrote their goals down were about 42% more successful than those that didn't. So, look, it works. Um, if you just yeah, float into the gym and do a bit here and there, you know, you might achieve stuff, but if you've got a program and yeah, you're rewarding yourself, like you, know, you follow some of the yeah, the the uh, athletes and bodybuilders, they might have you know, six days where they are really, really good. And then on you know, the seventh day for lunch, they might just have a cheat meal, which is it's, it's their reward. So you don't want to, you don't want to pretend that you're, um, you don't want to make it hard. You want to make it enjoyable. Um, and, you know, if you can write your goals down, there, there is more, you know, if you say, look, I want to, I want to have X amount saved by a certain amount of time or I want to pay my help debt down in two years, or I've got a credit card and it's a bit out of control. I'm not going to use that for a month and I'm just going to pay the debt down. You'll just, yeah, make it fun and, and, you know, reward yourself. 
emotional spending is something that we probably uh, see in clients time to time, right? Yeah, and yeah, you know, we're all we're all guilty of it. You know, we sure. sort of you buy something, and then it's more of an emotional thing rather than a rational thing. So yeah, we all do mm, it for sure. And so, and that's sort of a, another one I thought we could quickly touch on is when. Uh, maybe when you're looking through your bank statements uh, using that that pen method you spoke about with the red colors and the blue colors of a pen, um, yep. it's important to maybe sit down and identify moments where you've in the past spent on an impulse because often uh, there's a, a, a there's a chemical reaction that goes on in your brain when you spend money sometimes and it gives you a little boost and it makes you feel good because you've just spent money on something that you wanted in the moment and it was bought on impulse. Uh, some people yeah. will call that retail therapy because they'll go to the shops when they feel bad and they'll just buy a bunch of shit that maybe they didn't need, but they wanted in the moment. They'll feel better for a few hours and then they're back in the same spot. Um, identifying that and working on ways of minimizing that is going to save you a lot of money, but it's also a really good uh, understanding that some people uh, cope with cope with stress by emotional spending. If you can identify that and it's negative impact in yourself early, that's a good thing, right? So I guess that's the other one we could talk about a little bit more if that's right with you, dad, is identifying yeah, emotional yeah. spending. Yeah. So I think it's just, you know, if you, Go through your statements and look at where you where you spend your money. Yeah, you know, there might be yeah. You know, there's there's going to be times where you have to buy things. You know, like the fridge will blow up or something, or yeah, you know, the radio will go on the car, or you know, you you need a new pair of shoes for work. You know, there'll there'll be things where you just have to buy. Um, and so long as it's a considered thing and you're not just buying it for the sake of going out and buying stuff. Um, yeah, you're going, you're going to be better off. So if you can if you can identify those those you know, triggers and try and minimise them, or you know, have other things to do, you know, rather than go shopping, like go for a walk or go do some exercise or catch up with a friend for a coffee or have a chat, you know that that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, there's plenty of free stuff you can do. You can go volunteer. You can. There's plenty of other things you can do um, rather than just sort of you know we. The, these days when you're applying for a loan um, through comprehensive credit reporting, banks have access to a lot of info on people that apply for loans. So they can, act, you know, some banks ask for, say, three months worth of bank statements. Every broker will ask for three months worth of bank statements because they just want to see where you're spending your money to get a realistic assessment of your living expenses. But because banks have access to your info, they can they can also just do normal checks that if you know you and your partner are netting 10 grand a month and your savings is not going up, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to work out that you're spending around that a month. So just sort of you know take take responsibility, go through your statements, see where you're spending your money. There might be, oh yeah, I remember I bought that because of XYZ. Mm. Um yeah, one of the other things you had some uh, clients who were um, who we couldn't help at the moment, mainly because of you know, living expenses, and um, in their budget was all this money to spend on presents. And and I just said to them, look, if you tell people you are saving for a house, they will understand that you can't spend a lot of money on birthday and Christmas presents. 
for the moment. But you just say, look, at the moment we don't, we're, we're saving for a house, saving for a deposit, or you know, we've just taken out a mortgage and we're getting used to having 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 a mortgage. So we're not in a position to buy, you know, a lot for people at the moment. Um, yeah. Try secret Santas and those sorts of things where everyone gets a present, but um, yeah, you don't have to buy for everybody. Um, but people people do understand. So yeah, that's also about verbalizing your goals. Like if you tell people, you know, I want to lose five kilos in the next three months, yeah. If you tell people you're doing it, you're also that sort of impl implicitly sort of implies that you're asking for them to keep you accountable and honest. So mm. there's yeah. So yeah, just yeah, don't don't sort of um, build yourself up about it. But it is, it is about if you do if if you if you're having trouble saving money, the starting point is to look at what you're doing now and make changes. Yeah, okay. The last one I thought we could talk about is sort of a dual one: is um, shopping once a week that concept, as well as meal prep yeah. consideration. So. Um, uh -huh. I live right next door to a shopping center, which doesn't make this. Uh, this is one that I could probably list. I should probably practice as well as preach. So I'm being a bit hypocritical here. Ch going to a shopping center uh, more than once a week for extra things here and there that you may have forgotten, you usually end up leaving the shops with way more things than you planned on getting when you left the house. So it's maybe yeah. a good consideration to make of having uh, writing down a big comprehensive list of everything you'll need for the week uh, week to come and planning ahead, making sure you've got everything you need and you're not worrying about impulse buys if you have to duck out to buy olive oil and then you come back with olive oil and six other things that you felt like getting that were in your in your face. So having yeah. that is going to be a good thing to, to maybe implement as a practice. It'll hopefully as well help you resist the temptation of getting deliveries or takeout too much because often when everything's in the house and you know it's there, you'll feel pretty bad about getting Uber Eats. Um, another yeah. idea to sort of ward off impulse purchases, whether that's at the shopping center or at uh, Uber Eats on your phone, is some sort of health healthy meal delivery service. Like um, uh, there's there's heaps of them now. There's My Muscle Chef. There's, uh, there's one that Hello a Fresh. Formula One, HelloFresh. There's one that a Formula One driver sponsor, is sponsored by. I can't remember the 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 one off the top of my yeah, head. but Is that the one Daniel Ricciardo is involved yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. I've seen the ads for it. And, and so yeah. there's that's another um, option where the, uh, it's often a free delivery service where you're paying just for the meals on a subscription service. So it's no, no charge for a subscription, but you're paying meal to meal. Uh, week to week, your build. Uh, I'm using one, and I think they're the. I think they're great. I think they're the dog's bollocks. They're super affordable, but they also mean that you're cutting down on going to the shops because you've got food at home. You don't really need to go to the grocery store because they'll supply you with lunch and dinner or breakfast, lunch and dinner. However, you want to sort that out, and it's a great option to sort of cut down your expenses because you're not going to the shops to buy things because you don't really need anything. Um, I guess that's what that's another one we could talk about briefly. Yeah, well, I think you're right that if you do, you know, there's the old thing of like going to the shops on a full stomach. Yeah, you know, if you go to the shops when you're hungry, you're likely to buy more stuff than um, than you, you normally would. You know, go mm. with a list. Like when when I was younger, um, there was a lot less options. So 
yeah, a lot of a lot of supermarkets shut at twelve o'clock on a Saturday, and they didn't open on a Sunday. And yeah, we got paid every fortnight in cash. So you got paid on the Thursday. By the following Sunday week, no one had any money. Like so, for the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday until the following payday. Yeah, you just lived. You just survived on what you had. So you would you would make your lunch. You would. Yeah, we didn't have coffee shops on every corner. You would, um, yeah, it'd be leftovers for tea, or you know, everyone was eating toast. Now, if you're if you've spent your pay, there's buy now, pay later. There's credit cards everywhere. Um, yeah, shops are open twenty four hours. Now, if you're up at eleven o'clock at if you're up at eleven o'clock at night watching the NFL thirty years ago, or yeah, the English Premier League at two in the morning. Um, if you wanted something to eat, it was either toast or um, cereal because that's all you had. Whereas now, Macca's is open 24 hours. Yeah, there, there are so many options available to people now. It is a lot harder to save money, in my opinion. So, you, yeah, it, it, is, it is a lot harder than it was because when, when, we, yeah, when I was that age, there just wasn't the amount of temptation around. So... But, you know, it's just, it's a thing. If you go to the shops every day and spend, you know, 10 bucks, that's 70 bucks. But if, you know, if you went to the shop and bought everything you needed, if you can, you know, do yourself a menu, um, you know, freeze leftovers, you know, make twice as much food and, you know, whatever you had Monday night, you have again Thursday night or, or whatever. But, yeah, there's pl- plenty of little things you can do. And, and a bit like the old analogy of, of lifting weights, if you consistently improve a little bit over a long time you'll improve a lot so um mm. yeah there, there's just some things that you know people can think about okay yeah for sure um well next week we'll come back and do another one of these david so was, was there any way uh if people wanted to get in touch with us how they go about doing that yeah so look um we're on facebook money saver home loans we've got a website moneysaverhomeloans.com.au we're about saving people money on their home loan, but also by getting them into good property and also, you know, helping them sort of, you know, realise where, where people spend their money so that they can um, become wealthy that way as well. Because if, if you're saving money and buying good property, you've got sort of both angles working for you. Because as we mentioned at the start, if you have a debt, the quicker you pay that debt off, um, yeah, the the compounding effect works in your favour because yeah, as you pay debt down, more of your repayment is paying off the principal. So it just accelerates your debt um, reduction. So yeah, just some things to think about. Yeah, don't beat don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah, if you've made if you're sort of thinking, oh yeah, I don't know where to start. Give us a call. Um, yeah, ASIC has a very good budget. Um, tool as well. A lot of the bank apps have them now, budget tools and that sort of stuff. But yeah, one of my main things is about taking responsibility. And if you if you really want it, if you really want most things, you can you can achieve them within reason. You know, I would have loved to have um, run in the fifteen hundred at the Olympics, but um, lack of talent and lack of ability stop that. But yeah, be realistic about what you can achieve and just you know do your best. Sure. All right, we'll get out of here on that one.